0: Welcome to another episode of The Reboot Chronicles, a no-holds-barred forum with global leaders, authors, entrepreneurs, and CEOs about how organizations stay focused on growth and innovation in unprecedented times. I'm your host, Dean DeBias, coming to you live from Revive's North American headquarters in Chicago, and we would like to thank you for joining us from around the globe today. I'd like to welcome Steve Jolanus today, the CEO of Cameo, one of the world's leading marketplaces for personalized videos where 30,000 celebrities can give a shout out to just about anyone on anything, including your mom for Mother's Day. So think about it, check it out. It was started in an incubator in Chicago called 1871, one of the largest in the world, where in full disclosure, I'm a co-founding board member there, but it has grown into what Time Magazine calls one of the 50 genius corporations on earth. So Stephen, welcome to the program. And can you just start out by telling us Why did you start Cameo? You could have done anything in terms of a startup. Why Cameo?
1: Yeah, we had the idea that selfies were the new autograph. My co-founder, Barton, was an NFL agent who is repping like the 15th best player on a team, so not the superstar. And a documentary on ESPN called Broke had come out. And in that documentary, we learned that 80% of NFL players go broke within five years of playing their last down in the NFL. Uh, at the same time in the world of social, if you go to U- UCLA or you go to USC or you go to Alabama, you, know, you have tens of thousands or millions of followers by the time you get to the pros. So we really felt like there had to be a way for talent to monetize their social in a way that was brand positive and, you know, hopefully find them a, a new revenue stream that wasn't just you know being on the field. Right. And uh, just
0: tell us real quick how it uh, how it works.
1: Yeah, so Cameo works by going to either cameo.com, our website, or downloading our app on uh, iOS or Android. Uh, You can search between our 30,000 different athletes, actors, entertainers of all sorts. Uh, You find someone you want. Every talent has set their own price. You say if you're getting it for yourself or if you're getting it for someone else, you put their name in. Uh, You write the message you want to say it's 250 characters or less. And then uh, the talent has seven days to turn it around and create a personalized video message uh, for you or your loved one.
0: Perfect. And um, so that's kind of how you started it. Uh, Took a while to get it going. How did it grow so fast? Why do you think that happened?
1: One of the really cool things about um, our business is that we are a marketplace very similar to Uber or um, Airbnb. Um, Or Grubhub or some others. But the difference between our marketplace and those marketplaces is our supply can, in effect, beget their own demand, right? They're all famous, they're all on social. So when they join uh, Cameo, they can go and share their link out um, and turn their their followers into our customers essentially for free. So if I had to talk, if I had to really like boil down one thing why Cameo has had just a, a supercharged growth trajectory. It's because our supply can market themselves, and we've had an unlimited amount of free influencer marketing over the last three and a half years.
0: Yeah, I mean, you've done an amazing job. Monetizing 30,000 celebrities is interesting. So talk about, you know, A-celebrities versus D-celebrities, or let's say celebrities for the rest of us, maybe. What's, uh, What's the mix like?
1: Like we never talk at Cameo about A-list versus B-list versus C-list versus D-list. One yeah, thing media, we learned The media. Early,
0: the media loves to talk about. Yeah, that, the, the media, media loves, loves it. Great.
1: But one thing, especially in the social age, is um, people uh, today, right? Like you know your you know your two roommates that you were telling me about, your seven and nine year old roommates, they have people my, online my that they. Co- coworkers. Your coworkers. Right here. You have, uh, they have people that they follow religiously on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, that you've never heard of before. And if they came and messaged them or they met them in person, you know, they would freak out. So I think one thing we always say is that one person's D-list is somebody else's A-plus list or favorite person in the world. And that's something that's uniquely happened because of uh, you know, the way social media has, has rose you know, through Instagram story, through YouTube through TikTok, um, you know, fans are consuming their favorite people's content and, and going way behind the curtain. Uh, unlike when I was growing up in the, you know, in the mid 90s and watching the Chicago Bulls, I never really knew everything that was going on behind the scenes in Michael Jordan's life until what, 22 years later here. And, uh, and at the end of the day, um, I think stars today have a deeper connection with their fans than at any time in history because everything they do is is you know on the record and and consumable. Yeah,
0: good point. You seem to be having a little bit of a Zoom effect too. Um, you know, all these celebrities and stars and athletes are, you know, they're all shut in like the rest of us. It's democratization of of, of a pandemic as uh, ripples across everything. So. Um that has spiked your platform big time. I think uh, you mentioned it's up um about over bookings are like up over a thousand percent. That's not a percent I normally hear.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and and look, we were coming into this, we we're already the fastest growing consumer marketplace in the country. Right. Um uh, so we've been growing extremely rapidly over the last few years. Uh but one thing I actually saw Toby from uh from Shopify, the CEO, say something really interesting yesterday. He said that you know they were looking at the percentage of retail that's actually gone to e-commerce, and then the last two months it's jumped from 15 to 30 percent. And he said basically what this pandemic did is it brought the world into 2030 in two months, right? Which is a pretty crazy uh, thing. So we we've been saying that our business has gotten you know super you know turbocharged. Um, One other thing uniquely in our marketplace is every single athlete, actor, musician. Uh, comedian, at their core, they're all gig economy workers, right? They get paid per exactly. game, they get paid right. per concert, they get paid per stand up, they get paid per meet and greet at Comic Con. So, in a world where all of those things are canceled um, or postpone, postponed, um, you know, they're really hurting for you know for monetization opportunities as well. Um, they don't have annuities, uh, at least those that aren't on Patreon or OnlyFans or something like that. So really, they're, they're needing a service like Cameo more than ever right now. And I think a lot of them uh, who previously had told us that they didn't want to come on because they didn't have time or they didn't need the money, suddenly they have time, they need the money, and um, they've come on the platform and just really enjoyed it. And you know, hopefully we're able to uh, capture a lot of this tailwind that we've had. And, and just make it sustainable, similar to what Zoom is probably talking about right now,
0: right. But with you, it's um you had a bunch of actors that were probably thought of this as a uh, kind of a nice to have kind of a gimmick. Then they got serious about it. Then reality hit, and it's becoming a systemic part of their revenue stream. not just you, but doing things remotely. They're all trying to to relearn that. and you're you're comparable about retail with shopify is is really. Spot on what we're seeing at revive, which does a beauty selfie app with all the retailers and brands is a 400% spike over the last couple yeah. of months. So you're right. It's kind of pushed everyone up a decade. It's, hey, digital's been here for a while. Everyone let's, let's start using it. So, uh, so some companies are benefiting, you know, others, not so much. So athletes and, um, and superstars and, um, YouTube stars, they, um, what kind of money can they make with you?
1: I mean, look, we've, uh, last year, our top talent, we're making in the mid, uh, five, mid six figures rather, uh, this, this past month. Um, if you just look at the runway rate of what they did in Mar- in April, uh, we have two people pacing to make over a million dollars this year. Now we have 17 people pacing to make over half a million dollars. And we have another 250,000 plus that are pacing to make six figures with us just based on last month's revenue. So, um, you know, we, everything that we're seeing, we, we believe this will continue to accelerate, um, and at least until production and, uh, music and, and all these things are back,
0: right? So 250, uh, people are making over hundred K that's, uh, that's a, that's a nice stat, you know, cause it kind of cuts off the, uh, the top performers, which is, uh, that seems like a trend. What about, uh, uh, just artists performing music through the app? You're seeing a lot of that now, obviously. You know, Zoom, all types of other sharing platforms. There's the sing-along platforms, all types of things. What uh, any plans there?
1: Yeah, look, we're um, actually yesterday on Cinco de Mayo, we had a cool partnership with Don Julio, where we had people like James Harden and Olivia Cole, oh man, I missed that, Aaron Andrews, um, Uh, and you could go on and do a raffle, and the winner got to win a Zoom conference uh, Cinco de Mayo happy hour sponsored by Don Julio, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, So right now, what I've got is I have a roster of 30,000 talent. They're looking for more ways to work. We have direct-to-consumer access. They're bringing us ideas of, hey, I want to do a a live stand-up show. I want to do a music festival. I'd like to DJ some kids' uh, graduation party. right? So they're bringing ideas. And for us, we have a really good product roadmap. I mean, we have been tripling down on... Uh, asynchronous, and we've been tri- tripling down on things that weren't live. You know, right. I'm very happy we hadn't spent the last six months building, you know, a Cameo live where to go meet people in person. So everything on our product roadmap, whether it's the core video shout out or Cameo direct or texting uh, product that we launched uh, a couple months ago, these are all things that I think are, are, again, you know, really benefiting from the way that the world's turned and the way that social distancing is impacting the celebrity fan relationship. For us now, um, what we're doing is we're we're really trying to validate some things in a no-code, low-code environment. So hey, go broker the Facetime, go broker the you know, go broker the Zoom call. If those are interesting, we'll build them. But you know, this quarter we have a goal to have our team broker 250 of these ex- experiences just to validate. And then once we have an idea of what worked and what formats. Um, really, make the magic happen. that's that's where we'd start building.
0: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Just keep monetizing the uh, the platform. what um so when uh, talent, let's call them, come in and apply, um I've seen the application, and uh, do you always accept them, or is there a rejection rate with some of them?
1: No, the acceptance rate's pretty low. I mean, anyone in the world can apply to be talent on cameo. Uh, yeah. largely what we've found in in our experience over the last three and a half years is if you don't have at least twenty thousand, followers on instagram or twitter you're probably not going to have that velocity uh, <laughs> to, to do volume, well right. uh, there's actually a couple um you know there's some exceptions like if you mm-hmm. were a made a minor a really like memorable minor character on a huge show so for example uh, the soup nazi is one of our top talent or yep. um the uh, some of the guys from howard stern's whack pack are six-figure guys on cameo even though they're not like Famous on their own because they're part of something really big, uh, so they,
0: can up, yep. they can end up. They can end up doing doing really well. Yeah. Enough said. You just put "whack pack or a "soup Nazi" in front of your title, that'll do. Do well. Now it makes sense. The dem- democratization of of the platform, I think, is interesting. What about like, uh, you know, business people, famous, not famous tips? Um, your, <laughs> yours is more all- fun. Yours is more fun and light and entertaining. But uh, you see some potential there.
1: Yeah, we have venture capitalists on. We have entrepreneurs like Alexis Ohanian, the, the uh, founder of Reddit, is on Cameo. Uh, yep. We have the founder of Foursquare, uh, Crawley, I think is his last name, uh, Sophia from Boss. So, you know, we're seeing more entrepreneurs coming on. We have a lot of investors. We have all the Shark Tank cast, uh, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, one of the top people. Um, you know, we're starting to see professors and, uh, and authors and artists and cooks and, you know, people that are renowned within their field joining, which is is really exciting as we're seeing some of the use cases change moving, especially in our Cameo Direct texting product, moving more for like a birthday shout out from someone to micro coaching or advice or a sustained two-way connection.
0: You're hitting on, on a lot of, trends that are just going crazy right now personalization customization re- you know remote distancing you've got kind of like checking all the check boxes now uh, expanding by genre makes sense um let's let's switch to COVID-19 and we don't really you know talk about it a lot on this program because it's it's very topical. There's too much information out there right now, but we do like to talk to companies that are doing something about it. There's many. So your platform is perfect. And then timing is perfect. You had all these celebrities with not much to do. Um, money issues aside, let's just talk about, you know, what you've done with the platform. And um, you can't, you did a, a whole program called Cameo Cares. You guys raised $720, $725,000 uh, in like how many days?
1: Three days. Wow. And uh, that, that was part of a 72-hour live stream uh, that my team uh, did, which really blew me away. And we were able to, um, this was our first foray into content. I mean, we, we have a, a podcast that I think we've done like three or four episodes into. And we yep. got over 180 of our talent to come in and do panels and game shows or live performances uh, all streaming, um, you know, which was in- incredible. You know, one of the highlights of, of these conversations that we put together, we had Cedric the Entertainer moderating a, con- <laughs> uh, a panel between Brandy Chastain of the U.S. Olympic team, uh, Tony Hawk and Mike Tyson, right? Like, these are just oh, these man. once-in-a-lifetime conversations. You can't moderate
0: that kind of panel. It's just totally.
1: We, you know, for us, we were really trying to use Martha Stewart plus Snoop Dogg as an archetype. And, exactly. um, and we put some really cool content together and, and I think it, it kind of, I think all of us working on it really felt like we were, we, we were looking at the future and seeing what cameo looks like when it grows up.
0: Yeah. I heard one good story. The, um, so, um, so that was one fundraiser, uh, but also a lot of your talent on the network. If you look at their boxes, they're telling you how much they're going to donate. If you do a spot, even for mother's day coming up, I think one of them was the, um, the announcer for the, uh, Yankees did one for, uh, uh, a gentleman wanted one for his wife who was working uh, in the hospital and you know would come home at night crying just during covid it's just been draining for her and she did an amazing spot that just really kind of gave her encouragement and hope and all that so are you seeing a lot of that still
1: Yeah we're seeing uh, amazing stories like that every day you know at this point we're doing about 8000 requests a day wow. um and and you know it's i think for a long time cameo was it was very easy to just call us the birthday app, almost like TaskRabbit it was for putting together Ikea furniture. But you know, exactly. at this point, I really dare you to find an occasion or, or something you want to communicate to someone that you couldn't use Cameo for. Uh, we're, it's just, we've been pretty blown away by the creativity of our customers and, and how they're collaborating with the talent to produce this, you know, uh, wow content.
0: There actually is a question on chat about that. Let me get that in a second. Let's, let's wrap on uh, COVID. So um, I guess the question is, the Cameo Cares, 725000 What? where did it go? What did you donate to?
1: Yeah, we had a, a few partner charities, the uh, National Restaurant Workers Relief Fund, uh, uh, Music good. Cares, and Actors Cares. So we were really trying to, to give, Yeah, there's a right. lot of people giving the World Health Organization and things like that. We were trying to go directly to people that have been, you know, impact in an outsized way like music cares is is helping uh you know the techs and and the sound people and all all these people that are the people behind the people um at a concert that you know there's suddenly no nothing for them to do and um, we we really felt this was a great opportunity to to work with talent to give back to the community and and the people that support them
0: so if I go to Waldman, the announcer for the Yankees, and click on hers, um, how much of that will she donate back? And and does the artist get to choose where it goes right now?
1: So the artist gets to choose where it goes if they donate. Um, if somebody's donating, 100% of their proceeds are going to that charity.
0: Nice. So um, looking at the chat board off camera here. Sorry. So we already answered that one. How about uh, so the question is, what is the most popular request? So maybe it's happy birthday, but maybe give us the top 10.
1: Yeah, the happy birthday is uh, is extremely popular. People have birthdays every day, obviously. Uh, congratulations are huge. So right now we're seeing a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, graduation cameos. Um, you know, if you think of, I saw Obama today is or yesterday announced that he's going to be um and being the graduation speaker for Chicago Public Schools this year, which is yep. really cool. Um, so we're seeing a lot of that. Uh, roasts are extremely popular. Um, you know, during football season, fantasy football requests are big. We'll see. You know, you're booking uh, Jerome Bettis to, to pick the draft order of of your fantasy football league. Um, you know, I mentioned roasts, uh, but uh, again, the creativity we've seen. Gender reveals. We've seen people use Cameo to come out to their parents. We've seen jobs offers being jobs being offered via Cameo. We've seen people quitting oh, their job oh. via Cameo. So uh, like again, like I dare you to find something you could use it for.
0: I, I could get Trump to do one of those. You're fired. Um Is there what about other weird things like breakups? Is there a, is there a good breakup song that? Anything yeah, breakups
1: are big. Uh, we went viral earlier this year for. Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray, uh, yeah. you know, somebody used him to break up with their long-distance boyfriend who was, you know, in the middle <laughs> yeah. of writing his Ph.D. thesis or something. Uh, Ooh, that you know, that was pressure. worldwide That's... viral. Uh, but, about, but it was uh,
0: what about divorce? Any, anything?
1: I ha- I don't know. I'm Asking I think for a friend. <laughs> we've seen like uh, divorce parties, you know, yeah. like like almost like a reverse bachelorette party. We've certainly seen those. Um, I don't know if we've seen anybody get divorced via cameo yet, but, um, I'm um, sure someone listening is going uh, to probably pull the trigger group. on that today. Yeah. You yeah. should do a
0: focus group of people like me that will give you all kinds of tips and ideas and maybe even funerals. I mean, it doesn't have to be so somber. It could be, you know, I'd love to have Mike Tyson say a few words. And, uh,
1: well, now uh, you got the dancing pole bears. So, you know, funerals are getting happy all of a sudden, well, at least after, uh, after COVID's over and then, you know, people yeah. can gather again.
0: Yeah, obviously not making fun of that, but uh, other questions are funniest story or spoof for give us some. Uh, uh, obviously, this isn't didn't all go smoothly. Yeah, probably years.
1: the I, I think like looking back on it, it was it was not funny at the time, but it's extremely <laughs> funny looking back on it. <laughs> it never uh, was. So in Australia, you know, we got like the red alert, red alert. The papers were going to publish something. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember reading about Cardinal George Pell. He was the, uh, the highest ranking member of the Catholic Church. He was the Cardinal of Australia. And he had originally gotten like caught up in the, uh, Vatican sex abuse scandal. And, um, basically some prankster there booked Flav of Flav to send a message to, you know, George <laughs> Pell and just say that all the little boys in the choir were, you know, were missing in and were really upset. Um, that video went hyper viral in Australia, so everyone was asking how you know Flav Flav could support pedophilia, um, yeah. you know, which was fun. it turned out that Cardinal Pell, I believe, has been uh, vindicated or resolved off the last I saw. But at the time, this was like an international shitstorm, and you know, Flava Flav of had no idea who George Pell was. But you know, in some ways, it, it kind of shows the power of cameo. Uh, never before have you been able to put, you know, words in somebody else's mouth, and uh, that one in particular was was pretty funny. That's a good slogan. What
0: and it's bringing up a lot of questions that are saying, so how do you control, you know, foul content on the network? You, you have, <laughs> yeah, look, have- at, you have people looking at pop screens before it goes to the artist.
1: Uh, We don't. At this point, we have, you know, we have a machine learning algorithm we call Nazi bot that we created in the wake of uh, the Brett Favre incident about three years ago, uh, where a white supremacist had dog whistled Brad and and put, you know, coded language in a message. But I'm a history major. If I had read that message, I wouldn't have known what it was about. So the talent can accept or decline. But now we we run um, machine learning against every request. Uh, using a database from the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, if if certain words are flagged, you know, the, the talent and their talent relations member will get notified about it. But um, look, we've done almost a million of these and I, I could count on, you know, one hand how many we've ever had to pull from circulation. So I put our safety record up against anything that's ever existed. And I think it's because of the paywall and I think it's because of the credit card and having to put your own name in. You know, if you yep. want to see something bad, you can go do it for free on Instagram or Twitter.
0: And unless the divorce genre takes off, you might get some some activity there. But the um, uh, the good news is AI, the AI technology these days, and and the syntax and everything, just it it can grab just about anything. So you've got a you've got a couple um, you know, couple different ways to to obviously uh, approach that. What about um, the um, some of the. Uh, you know what might be interesting uh, just to kind of g- give us a perspective let's pretend you're talent what how does this work do you have a phone on you or something just show us what Yeah, what I do. So, I, so i'm going to go in i give you my credit card i give you 100 bucks i say hey yeah, so do, one, do, one happy Steen's, birthday
1: exactly so once dean's booked me um essentially what happens on the talent side to get a no- notification there's a request they can either accept it or decline it or they can hit the message to ask questions for this one we're going to say accept when we accept it, a teleprompter opens up. They can record the message right from their phone, upload it, send it off, and get paid immediately. So for talent, I always joke that Cameo is like a mix between Tinder and Snapchat with built-in yeah. monetization. Um, so they, you know, they they love making the videos, but the product is so fun that you know we've heard that they would do it for free, but they get paid, which is kind of the ultimate and uh, consumer product.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I like that. It's it's. Highly automated, very personalized, but it's like you know, here's what you have to do, and just do it now. Or some people would say, "Well, okay, I'm going to think about that script and I'll go to my computer and set up all this nonsense, and then it's just like, no, just do it. Otherwise, you can't do enough of them quick enough." So I guess. Yeah, one of the other
1: one of the other things early is we, um, for our brand identity, we chose authentic over high quality. That was like a trade off that we made originally. Uh, We'd rather have you know that person. Yeah, with no shirt on, driving in a car in Southern California. It's like that rawness is actually what makes it really special.
0: Yeah, kind of like a Larry David episode or something. Um, The, um, I can't can't ask you that question. Um, So what else do um, like uh, stars, uh, what else do they kind of need? If this goes on for a long time and movie sets don't fire up and you know, the ones that had gigs going on, um, are there other things they could be doing?
1: Yeah, certainly. I think with Cam- so with Cameo, just so you guys know, we built the marketplace where for X amount of money you can do Y activity with Z person. So today we're doing w- really two Y activities: our Cameo Direct product, the texting product, and the videos with 30,000 people. But there's a whole host of other things, um, especially in a socially distanced world, that we could enable. So right now we do asynchronous videos. We could. Uh, certainly do synchronous videos. We, you know, we we do texting back and forth. You can also see us getting into audio or sending pictures back and forth, things like that. So we we think that the future of Cameo is really facilitating two-way conversations with your favorite people. Um, you know, we're just kind of at the precipice of that, and and there's a lot we could build on. And and for the creators, uh, you know, they miss their fans. I mean, I remember when the COVID. Um, Forced the NBA to cancel, and LeBron said, "You know, I would never play a basketball game without fans. I play for the fans. You know, yeah. even if they do get back, like, there's still going to, there's still going to be, um, you know, to, to anybody until there's a vaccine or until there's like, you know, herd immunity and everybody knows that the antibi- from the antibodies that this isn't going to come back in the second strain. People are not going to be able to gather for a while, and talent are going to need to interact with their fans." So exactly. uh, yep. that could be a more one-to-many uh, situations, it could be other one, uh, one-to-one one permutations, but you know, we're gonna be there willing to support our talent base and our fan base and, and make sure they get what they need.
0: Sounds good, uh, I got one more question here. We do have a lot of uh, B2B uh, audiences around the world on, and consumer, but this one you can clearly tell it's B2B. So how do uh, brands, retailers, advertisers, how are they gonna play with this platform? <sighs> I don't see yeah, a lot so of spon- I don't see sponsored by and anything yet on your platform.
1: Uh, today, we're you know fully a, a, a B two C company. Um, we have had brands like the Don Julio one I mentioned, where they pay us to facilitate you know a really cool experience for their customers. I do think in the future, if a LeBron James were, was going to come on, you'd probably have Nike or Gatorade or one of his sponsors subsidizing the cost, paying him. And doing it some, similar to what we did with Universal Studios and The Grinch this year, where they put The Grinch on Cameo for free for parents right. to book uh, for right. their kids. Um, and then the other thing that you know more Main Street businesses can do, for a lot of our talent, they have a business price as well, especially our most popular talent. So, for example, if you're running a you know, Chevrolet dealership and you know in Whitewater, Wisconsin, you might want Brett Favre to... You know, announce the Memorial Day sale is coming up, and uh, instead of four hundred bucks, he might be ten thousand for that. So, having a higher price for a branded cameo that then that business could use on their own socials, on their website, and and put ad dollars behind for ninety days.
0: Yeah, perfect. That's right. That's correct. I figured you were going something like that. Well, Stephen, thanks for joining us today. Just, uh, do you have any parting comments, entrepreneurial advice for the other five hundred startups that are still at eighteen seventy one here in Chicago, and just little tips. What could they learn from you?
1: Uh, a couple things. Number one, I think the founding team is so important, and uh, there's a concept, especially consumer, that I've learned about. It's called founder market fit. And mm-hmm. um, you know, are you doing the thing that you were put on earth to do? If you don't love doing it, then you shouldn't be doing this thing. There's probably something else that you can do. Secondly, I think the importance of having a, a founding team that really complements each other. In consumer, one of my favorite investors, a guy named David Cummings, out of Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Ventures, and David says that all the best consumer teams he's ever seen have had the ha- the hacker, the hustler, and the hipster. And you need all three of those things to work. Um, otherwise, you're not going to get off the ground. So, making sure you're partnering with co-founders that have complementary skill sets to you uh, will really save you time and you know frustration down the line. If, uh, if you guys are all stepping on each other's toes,
0: perfect. And bring in someone that can help you scale. It's always my punchline. So, thanks a lot, uh, Stephen. You've been listening to a great program about Cameo. Check it out and uh, send one for your mother on Mother's Day if you can. Join us next time with John Hagel, chairman of Deloitte's Center of the Edge, where he will drill down and make sense of this changing global landscape that we're all experiencing. So, till then, see you.
1: Thanks, Stephen. Oh, cool, thank you.